Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking all three things setting boundaries around your eating so you've decided to reject diet culture yeah and you're feeling good you're starting to make progress you're starting to move through the steps and you're sitting down to eat and someone at the dinner table says something like you're going to eat all of that or you've got a lot of food there you haven't got a lot of food there anything like that phrasing now they might mean absolutely nothing by it but these things can have a massive effect on us and our situation with food and how we feel about it. So how do we set boundaries around food, whether with close friends, family, maybe even people we've met only a couple of times, and feel empowered by that and not like we're just shutting them down or starting a confrontation, especially if you're not a confrontational person. So first things first, what sort of things tend to pop up that could be a little triggering when it comes to diet culture? So whether people comment on good or bad food, And this may be them just saying, oh, this is really bad for me, or, oh, I can't eat this. Commenting on what you're eating or what they're eating, the amount, the volume, how that relates to your body and what you look like. Talking about food as a punishment or a reward, either to themselves or in general. Talking about movement as a way to punish themselves or movement they need to do in the future for what they're eating now. Talking about calories in certain foods. Discussing certain diets, trends discussing their body in a negative way or talking about others bodies in a negative way even if that's like celebrities and now all of these things are very normal diet culture is everywhere and they may not be thinking anything about it but if it does affect you then you may have to set boundary in place to stop that happening in the future because otherwise you might start to spiral start to backtrack on that intuitive eating journey or just think about yourself your body food different Now this is where boundary setting comes in and the word boundary might sound a little harsh but ultimately boundaries are just you defining what you're comfortable or uncomfortable with and how you wish to be treated. Your boundaries with your family might be very different to your boundaries with a colleague or friend. They're individual, you set them and you consistently reset them if you would like to. So what are the benefits of setting boundaries? The main benefit is you avoid miscommunication. So Imagine in the previous scenario, you are sitting down to eat and someone says, oh, are you going to eat all of that? Now that may have a negative impact on you, so you storm out. I can't believe they've said that. I've been doing really well on my intuitive eating journey. I've been really trying not to think about my food in that way, and now I feel terrible. So you leave, but later you realise, at no point did you mention to them that you were trying to move away from diet culture. And... They've always commented on what you ate, and you've never reacted like that before. So now they're confused, because they think they've upset you. They're not sure why. They thought it was a light-hearted comment. You're hurt, you've left, you're feeling guilty, you're not feeling great. But there's no communication back and forth as to why. It's very different if you said, oh, I'm doing this, so I don't want those comments, and then they go and say it, that is them actively going against what you're trying to do. But if there's just that miscommunication, that's where things can get tricky. So by setting a boundary from the start, it avoids miscommunication. They know what you want, 
and what you expect. Secondly, it can help you build confidence in what you need and standing up for it, reinforcing the idea that your needs are important as others, and also giving you a chance to reflect on what is it you actually need and how are you going to ask for that. It can help enrich your relationships as your communication improves. Others know how best to support you and you're not feeling resentful for any miscommunication. Boundary setting can be considered a form of self-care. It can protect you physically, emotionally, and it is a way to help you feel understood and again, that build that communication. So, how do you set boundaries? There's a few different ways and very much try what works for you and I'm going to give some tips. But we're going to start with what's called the Dear Man Method. Um, it's a part of DBT therapy and it focuses on communication in relationships. So it can be used in a lot of different contexts. Um, if you like it, use it. If not, maybe take bits that you like or find an alternative. But this is quite a good sort of framework for when you are reflecting and then you know what to say to others. So first of all, D is describe. So be direct what you want. For example, talking about dieting makes me uncomfortable. This makes me feel not great. Describe what the issue is. Leave no room for misunderstanding. E is for expressing your feelings. So it makes me feel judged when you comment on how much I eat. It makes me feel uncomfortable when you talk about food in that way. It makes me feel not great in my body when you compare us. Say how you feel. Use your facial expressions, your tone of voice, your gestures. This allows you to keep a sense of self-control, explain your emotions, not get overwhelmed by them. And just, again, clearly express that point while also saying why it's important to you. A is for assert. So what do you want? And don't afraid to be assert assertive. Uh, I was saying something the other day, I got called bossy um, when I was teaching. And previously I might have been like, ah. But now I'm like, no, this is what I want. This is my role. And this is what I need. And I'm just asserting that. And we've all been there. We've had moments like that. So something's like... I would like you to stop talking about diets around me because saying, oh, I want you to talk a little nicer or I wouldn't, may not be really helpful for the other person. Whereas being assertive not only helps reinforce what you want, but helps them go, OK, here's clearly what I need to do. R is for reinforce. Why is it important to you? For example, this would make me more comfortable and enjoy hanging out with you more. This would make me feel more welcome at the dinner table. This would help support me etc so you've gone from saying the emotional thing that that is causing and now how it can be fixed and also just help them see the benefit it doesn't need to be something amazing like oh yeah and then I would spend all my time with you but just remind this relationship's important to you and them and if they want to see you and they want to support you this is what you need m is for mindfulness slash maintain focus so it depends on who you ask as to what the M stands for, but ultimately they mean the same thing. So focus on what you want to get out of this boundary, regardless of their reaction. If they respond with hostility, you just go, okay, give it time, or maybe I need to readjust this relationship. But it's what do you want to get out of it? Maintain focus on that. This will make more sense also as we go into the other steps. So A is appear confident, show that you're committed to this boundary. This might mean practicing in front of a mirror, writing out exactly what you want to ask, especially if it's with a family member that you're a bit uncomfortable asking sort of things like this. So just commit to it. And again, especially if they are not on board straight away, the more confident you appear, the more you focus on it, the more it's reinforced. 
Then the last one is N. And again, this very much depends on the situation. N is negotiate. So this doesn't mean giving up, but rather if the person objects, maybe you discuss the ins and out a little more. Sometimes it's meeting halfway. Again, it's it very much depends on the relationship and the issue at hand. If it's, I don't want you to talk about your body in that way. They might say, oh, well, this is how I talk about it. Or, okay, I won't use this language, but I may do this. Just finding what will work for you. And sometimes it's non-negotiable. And that's where you stand and that's fine. So it's just finding what works. Consistency is key. Practice using this method if it helps for you. Maybe writing it out, practicing it, and just reasserting it as if helpful. Maybe it's like, ah, I didn't think about expressing my feelings or asserting, and I just want to focus on that bit next time I set a boundary. Take what you need. So next thing, what if they don't listen? Now know that this might be a reflex. Often when people have low self-esteem, and this, this coincides with people talking about their weight, diets, focusing on others' bodies, often is linked. They may not be feeling great about themselves and that's why they're talking about it outwardly. So it may be a reflex to feel a little attacked and therefore get a bit defensive. Give it a little bit of time. Explain again, this is how it's making me feel. This is how I will feel better. This will help our relationship, etc. Main takeaway is that it isn't about you. You've set the tone. You've set that boundary. If they choose not to respect it, that is on them. And maybe this is when we need to know when to walk away and when to reinforce. So if you're talking with a friend who for years you've been on diets and talking about it all the time, and that's how you hang out, you gossip, you whatever. It may be that they go, oh, I've known you for 10 years and yeah, sure, you're done with diets, but they don't necessarily believe you and therefore they don't support that boundary. You might think, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the tone, I'm going to reinforce, I'm going to remind them every time I see them, just so you know. Not talking about diets anymore. You can do that another time, but I would not appreciate if you did that today. If you do, I'm just going to change the conversation or I'm going to take some time. Reinforce that boundary. Over time, they'll get it. It's maybe not worth losing a long-time friend first time if they don't listen to you. But if you've asked a few times, there's no change. They keep going, they keep pushing. And they're just not listening and not respecting the boundary. Maybe it's time to move on. Another strategy, and this one isn't the best for creating and supporting those boundaries but may be useful for family members where you don't want to or you can't cut them off but you just want to find a resolution in the short term maybe you only see them once a year something like that and that is just to avoid to change the conversation to try and pivot so if they say oh you've gained weight or oh your food whatever Anyway, I really enjoyed that TV show today. Anyway, just avoiding, not confrontation, unless you want to and feel comfortable to, but just avoiding that conversation and reflecting how that makes you feel. Maybe you need to deal with that, but just practically, if that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. Now, some practical tips to get used to boundary setting. First things first, reflect. Whether you're thinking, oh, in an ideal world, when I set really strong boundaries, what does that look like? Maybe it's looking at what things do you want to avoid encountering that you could feel would hinder the progress you're currently on? What things stand out to you at a meal or when you hang out with a friend that you thought, oh, last time that really got to me? Maybe note those down. Maybe think about what no longer serves you that you've done previously. 
maybe it's being real with what boundaries you need to set with yourself. So, for example, a big one is, oh, I'm, I'm not going to follow any social media accounts that are pro-dieting or that look a certain way. I'm going to diversify my feed. And then when you're not feeling great about yourself or your body, you scroll to those same old accounts. And that's not setting a boundary with yourself. And that's really important to how you set it with others. Reflecting why are these boundaries important? What's going to be the outcome? How is this going to improve? And also reflecting what can you control? What is within your control? What can you accept that maybe you can't do right now? Have you given yourself permission to set clear boundaries and stand up for yourself? Sounds very silly, but same with unconditional permission to eat. If it's conditional permission or you don't necessarily believe it, you're not going to convince another person that that boundary is worth respecting. Second thing is practice saying no, even to small things. Realising that the world won't fall apart when you say no or you don't give up something is really important to reinforce to you that your time's important, you're in control. It just takes practice. Even saying no to small things and then you just go, ah. And it helps with that assertiveness. Three, maybe you need to educate someone. And again, this depends on how much research you've done. Maybe you're super into the facts and figures and you can... T- reel off how many diets fail and blah 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 um or eating sort of facts maybe that's what the person needs to really respect oh you don't want to talk about diets because actually this is what it leads to um but it may be useful if you have a little bit of knowledge to hand whether it's super fact heavy or just hey it's shown that if you talk about diets at, at the table da, 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 here are the negative effects maybe that will help Number four, timing is key. Stay neutral. So the middle of an argument, it's not the best time to bring up, oh, and you keep saying this and I would like you not to. If someone's in that fight or flight mode, they're not going to listen. If someone invites you for lunch, maybe you can send a little message. I'd love to join, but just so you know, I'm trying to avoid diet culture so we can not comment on what we're eating or I'm trying to be body neutral so if you can not comment on what I look like, something like that where you're you're preempting it in a neutral tone. They have time to deal with it. And if they have an issue, they can raise it rather than in the heat of the moment. But again, just find that timing that works for you. Number five, reinforce. Remember, you're worthy of setting those boundaries. Keep reinforcing. Give it time. Keep asserting yourself and standing up for yourself. And it will help. Number six is be patient, especially if it's a major shift in tone, conversation, dynamic in that relationship, there will be an adjustment period. It may not happen overnight. Some people might be super quick to respect those boundaries, step back. Others might feel a little attacked and just know it takes time. It may be that you reflect back and go, oh, when I asked my parents to stop talking about my weight, they were really, they didn't appreciate. We had an argument, but now it's been three months and actually they never mention it and they understand now. Number seven, know that you can't fix others. You might feel great rejecting diet culture. Others might still be deeply entrenched in it. And although you might be like, I want them to feel as great as I do right now, no amount of convincing can help someone if they don't want to. It may be in the future that they follow your lead or they see how great you're doing and they want to do it. But you can't control where they're at right now. You can just stop it from affecting you. And that's what that boundary is about. Number eight add not subtract same as with food if you find yourself constantly trying to convince your social circle that your boundaries are worth following maybe it's worth adding on some more people that value it 
and believe it should be a priority. So you're not thinking, oh, none of my friends are respecting my boundaries. I'm going to have to lose them all. I'm going to be all alone, etc. Maybe it's worth going, you know what? Some of these people, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to keep reinforcing. But I'm also going to actively look for people that support my boundaries and my values. Maybe it's looking into some social groups that follow that intuitive eating journey. Maybe it's finding some more people to follow on social media and reaching out. But building onto that support network will always be helpful. Number nine, and the most important, I think, respect your own boundaries. If you don't respect your own, no one else will respect yours. And also respect others if they put them out to you, even if it's not something you understand. Catch yourself not respecting others. Um, some phrases which might be useful if things that are diet culture come up in conversation. You've got stuff like, can we change the conversation topic to something else? Direct to the point, a request you're not criticising, you might say, can we change the conversation topic? This makes me feel uncomfortable. Done. You can be super direct. I don't want to discuss diets, weight loss or calories. Can we move on to something else? I'd appreciate if we didn't talk about it again. You can be a bit more honest about your journey. I'm working on my relationship to food, so I'd prefer if we talked about something else for now. Or we didn't discuss what we were eating. Something that's reflective. You can say, my views on food, my body have changed. Can we discuss something else? Or can we avoid talking about our bodies in this way? It can be a simple one comment. Move the conversation on. People can choose to take it in and follow. Or if they don't, then you reinforce that boundary. If in doubt, you can always remove yourself from the situation. Go, I'm just going to take a minute. Um, I don't want to be part of this conversation. But when you move on, I'll be back. Or I'll be back in a minute. This might make you feel guilty the first few times. But it helps reinforce that boundary. Not only with yourself, but with others. As soon as you remove yourself, you are telling your brain, I'm reinforcing my own boundary. I'm. It's important to me. And I'm going to follow it. If you need some help, having a bit of a reflection on those boundaries or settings spot, 